When it comes to finding houses to wholesale for profit, cold calling can be an effective technique. That is, if you know what to say and how to say it. On this video, I'm gonna break down for you word for word the perfect motivated seller cold call script that I've used to do hundreds of deals coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for almost 18 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country and have helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you want to learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. In the world of wholesaling houses, cold calling is the process of getting a list of seller leads, skip tracing to get their phone numbers, then picking up the phone and calling them to find out if they're interested in selling their unwanted property. Being able to effectively talk to sellers on the phone requires patience, confidence, a lot of practice, and of course, a good script, which I'll break down for you word for word in a minute. But before I do, I want to impress upon you the importance of how you interact with people. A script is important to make sure you stay on track and you follow a logical process of progressing to a sale, but always remember, it's more important how you say it than what you say. It really comes down to your ability to connect with the seller and gain their confidence. Years ago, when I was a missionary in Argentina, we called this building a relationship of trust, or BRT for short. Connecting with people on a meaningful level is the only way they will be open to work with you. Never forget, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Having said that, there is still a place for technique in the sales process, and regardless of whether you use my script or someone else's, your objective is to discover if the seller is motivated to sell his unwanted property. Now, for a seller to be motivated, there are four pillars that you need to uncover on the phone. Number one, is there a pressing issue or a hardship going on in the seller's life? Number two is urgency. The seller needs to close on the sale quickly, usually 30 days or less. Number three, the property is in poor condition and in need of repairs, or updating, and number four, the seller is willing to sell at a discount to alleviate the stress that that property is causing him. Now, if those four pillars exist, you have the perfect situation to get a great deal while helping a seller in need. All right, let's go over my cold calling script in detail so it's clear for you how to use it, and be sure to stay to the end of this video because I'll show you how you can download it for free. Now, when you cold call a lead, the opening sentence is very important. When a seller answers the phone, say the following. Hi, my name is Jerry Norton, and I work with a group of investors looking to buy a property in the Metro Detroit area for all cash. Do you have a house or property you're interested in selling? Now, not only is this opening line quick, but it's very clear what your intentions are. The homeowner on the other side of the phone knows exactly what the call is about. It also forces a quick yes or no response. If the answer is yes, you can continue with your sale process. If it's no, then you can make arrangements to follow up and get off the phone so you're not wasting unnecessary time. Also notice I didn't say I buy houses cash. Instead, I said I work with a group of investors who buys houses for cash. This positions you to correctly wholesale the property later while maintaining transparency and disclosure with the seller. 
By the way, it's common for a seller to ask, how did you get their phone number? If they do, simply respond with, our marketing team looked up your information on public record. Now, when they respond with yes or maybe about selling their house, reply with, before we move forward, may I ask you, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Let's say it's Thomas. Nice to meet you, Thomas. Would it be okay if I call you Thomas or is there another name you would prefer I use? And let's say he goes by Tom. Now, finding out and using their name is very important. Studies show that a powerful chemical reaction occurs when someone hears their name that subconsciously evokes a sense of trust. So from here on out, use their name as often as you can throughout the conversation. Next is a good time to take a minute to build a relationship of trust, or BRT. Do this by asking questions and showing interest in them. Ask how their week is going. Ask if they have plans for the weekend. Ask if they've lived in the area a long time. Ask what kind of dog is barking in the background. It doesn't matter. Just ask questions to get them talking and sharing and look for me too statements to relate to the seller. And BRT is something you wanna continue doing naturally throughout the sale process whenever you can. After BRT, get back to the property, say the following. So Tom, that property you may be interested in selling, may I have the address including the city and zip code? Now let me repeat that back so I make sure I got it right. The address was correct. Now, you may already have an address from a list you acquired, but never assume that is the property they wanna sell. Let them tell you. Next, find out who the decision maker is by asking the following. And you are the outright owner of this property, right? Now, if they're not, ask to speak to that person. Assuming they are, you would say, okay, great. As I stated earlier, I work with a group of investors looking to buy properties for all cash in your neighborhood. Here's how it works. My role is to collect information from you about the property, send it over to my team manager, and then come back to you with a cash offer. And keep in mind, we can buy your property exactly how it is so you don't have to fix anything and we pay all of the closing fees and we close on your date of choice. Fair enough. Explaining to the seller what you're going to do sets the right expectations and communicates that you're in control of the conversation. Next, find out pillar number one, which is if there is a hardship, ask the following. Tom, assuming we're able to agree on a price that works for you, why are you interested in selling this property? Now, notice how I took price out of the equation for now by saying, assuming we're able to agree on a price that works for you. Price is the last thing to talk about and you want the seller to feel comfortable to share details about his situation. Remember, the more pressing the issue and the greater the hardship, the more eager they are to sell. Now, some sellers are open and will share, others are more reluctant and you'll need to draw it out. This is also an excellent time for BRT. Wherever hardship is going on, listen and show empathy. This is one of the greatest opportunities on the call to create a connection with the seller. Next, you wanna make sure there is enough equity to be able to buy at a discount, so find out how much they owe on the property by asking, are there any mortgages or liens that we would need to pay off at closing? Now, if it's a low equity situation where they owe more than you can buy with all cash, it might be a great subject to opportunity where you can take over their existing loan. Now, to learn more about subject two, I did a video where I show you live with a seller how to structure those types of deals. I'll put the link to that video in the description box below for you. Next, find out pillar number two, which is urgency and how soon they need to sell. Ask the seller, Tom, if I can get you an acceptable cash offer, how soon are you looking to sell? And when they answer, is that a deadline or a preference? 
Now, finding out when they want to close and why they want to close on that date gives you more insight into the urgency of the situation. The sooner a seller needs to close, the higher the motivation. Next is pillar three, which is to gather information about the features and condition of the property to find out how distressed it is. Say the following. So Tom, let's talk more about the property. Just to verify the house is an 1800 square foot ranch, has four bedrooms and two and a half baths. Is that right? Okay, and does it have a garage? What about a basement? Are there any other features I should know about? And Tom, as far as repairs go, don't worry. Again, my investors buy as is, so you don't have to make any repairs, but help me understand what kind of work or updates would we have to do after we buy the property from you? Now keep in mind, their idea of work or updates needed might be very different from yours, so always ask specific questions such as, what does the exterior look like? How old is the roof? How's the electrical? What about the plumbing? Any structural damages? Are the windows okay? And would you know what type of windows are installed? What type of flooring is there and how old is it? Is the kitchen updated? Any granite countertop? What about the bathrooms? Would there be any repainting? Do we need to replace the doors? Now, once you've gathered as much as you can about the condition, say this. Thank you for that information, Tom, that's very helpful. Considering the work needed to update the property, how much do you think it will cost to put the property in perfect condition again? Now, if they don't have an answer, say the following. Do you think it will cost 60,000, 70,000? Not that high? Okay, let's just say 50,000. Does that seem realistic? Okay, good. Now, whatever number they throw out doesn't really matter because later you're gonna send someone to do a walkthrough anyways. The reason for asking is to establish why they need to sell the property to you at a discount. Now, next is the moment of truth and it's time for pillar number four, which is price. Say the following, Tom, I don't know yet if I can, but if I were able to get approval to buy your property as is for all cash, pay all the closing fees and close on your data preference, how much would an offer like that be worth to you and what would be the least amount that you would wanna walk away with net in your pocket at closing? Now, what I just said is very powerful. Saying, I don't know if I can, communicates that you're not desperate or motivated to overpay. And pointing out the benefits by saying, all cash as is, pay all the closing fees and close when you want, helps them see how valuable your offer is. Also, make sure you focus on net sale price, which is what they walk away with at closing. For example, let's say Tom says that he wants 65,000 cash at closing, but he owes 110,000 on his existing mortgage with the bank. Now, if that were the case, the sale price would need to be 175,000 with 65 in cash going to Tom from the proceeds. But don't focus on the 175,000 sale price, focus on him getting 65,000 in his pocket at closing. Now, if the price the seller gives seems reasonable, Say the following, Tom, I'm not sure if I can get you 65,000 in your pocket. Like I said, I'll need to get my team manager to approve that. I'll do my best, but let me ask you, is that the lowest you can go? Now, when you ask, is that the lowest you can go? Be quiet. There should be an awkward silence. Let them negotiate against themselves and tell you if they can go lower. You'd be amazed how this simple question can draw out their real bottom line. Let's say he comes down from 65,000 cash at closing to 55,000 cash at closing, which with 110,000 mortgage would make the sale price 165,000. Say the following. So Tom, if I can get my team manager to approve $165,000 sale price 
where we buy the property as is, pay the closing fees and close on your date of choice, could you see yourself walking away with 55,000 net in your pocket at closing? Yes? Okay, Tom, let me put you on hold for a few minutes while I try to get this approved with my team manager. I'll be right back. Now, while on hold, crunch the numbers. If you have my instant deal analyzer, it will automatically run all the numbers for you and give you your offer price. To get that for free, just go to mydealanalyzer.com. Now, when you come back, say, Tom, it looks like we need to be at 145,000 to make this work, and I know you wanted 165,000. Listen, I completely understand that you're not just gonna sell your house if it doesn't work for you. You want a price that's fair to you, and my investors want a property they can make a modest profit with. My goal is to come to an agreement that both sides can agree on. Honestly, we're not too far off from each other, so would meeting in the middle work for you so you get 45,000 cash in your pocket at closing. Great, so if I can get my team manager to approve 155,000 sale price with you walking away with 45,000 cash at closing, are you ready to move forward and approve an agreement today? Great, I'll place you on a brief hold while I try to get this approved with my team manager. And by the way, using the wording approve agreement instead of sign a contract, is much more effective. Signing a contract invokes a need for an attorney, whereas approving an agreement is much less intimidating. Now, after a minute, come back and say, great news, Tom, I was able to get this approved. The purchase price is 155,000, and just to be clear, we will pay all the closing costs, so at the time of closing, you walk away with $45,000 net in your pocket. And we're gonna set the closing date for 21 days from now as you requested. Does that sound good to you? Awesome. Right now, I'm going to send you a simple agreement covering everything we discussed. It will only take a few minutes, so stay on the phone with me and let me know when you see it in your inbox so we can pull it up and review it together. Now, this is very important. Do not hang up the phone. Stay on until you get an executed contract. If you have my deal management system, Flipster, then you know it comes standard with my ultimate wholesaler contract to use with sellers. We call it the Offer Generator Pro. And best of all, it only takes a minute to fill out and you send it electronically to the seller who can sign right on his computer or smartphone. Now, speaking of Flipster, for a limited time, I'm giving an exclusive offer to get unlimited data with free skip tracing for less than a penny per lead. Now, you can't find that anywhere. To learn all about this limited exclusive offer, I want to invite you to register for a free training where I break it down so you can see it in action. To register for that free training, just go to getunlimitedsellerleads.com. Okay, now a few things I want to point out. I hope you caught that you are not the decision maker. The team manager is. This allows you to stay neutral so the seller feels like you are on his side. By the way, if you want to get this word-for-word -word cold call script I outlined on this video, just leave a comment and say, Jerry, you're a flipping genius. Give me those awesome cold call scripts and I'll give you the free download link. And next, watch a video where I break down the exact process to follow after you get an accepted offer from a seller. Watch that video now and if you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe to my channel with over 750 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping and I'll see you on the next video.